everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. He is an award-winning journalist, successful businessman, and author of his latest, soon-to-be-released, God and Donald Trump, a riveting behind-the-scenes account of arguably one of the most contentious and downright vicious presidential elections in U.S. history. But why the book? And why now? Just one day to the year of a presidential term that has rocked the nation, stunned the naysayers, yet given hope to the people that put him there. Here to share that story and more in my power-packed exclusive is its author and founder of Charisma Magazine and Charisma Media, who for the last 40-plus years has been bringing the American public the real news and from a biblical perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a high honor indeed, Mr. Charisma Stephen E. Strang. Steve, welcome to testimony. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be on with you. Well, it's an honor to have you here. Let's get right to it. People all over the world are still questioning how Donald Trump won the 2016 U.S. president election. How does your book, God and Donald Trump, answer these questions? Excellent question. My book is on the untold story with all the analysis about the election. In fact, Hillary Clinton wrote a book, and the title is What Happened? Well, my book tells what happened, and that is that God intervened. And I believe this book is as much about God as it is about Donald Trump. And, you know, basically it's saying that God answered the prayers of many Christians that our country was headed just absolutely in the wrong direction. And we believe that if Hillary had been elected, it would have just gone into free fall with our religious liberties and all that other kind of stuff and the moral decadence and the corruption. And so God raised up someone. It was not someone that the Christian community necessarily wanted. They did not support him initially. I did not support him initially. I was originally for Ted Cruz and didn't back Donald Trump till the day that Ted Cruz dropped out. You know, he's not somebody that we would pick, but yet God used a lot of people in the Bible, a lot of leaders who are not perfect people. But I believe that God has raised him up, and there are prophetic voices. There are four specific ones that I document in the book of prophecies that said that Donald Trump would be President of the United States, this is against all odds. And of course, as we know, on election night, we found out that to be true. Amen and amen. Now, your book does explore the supernatural element of President Donald J. Trump being elected as the 45th President of the United States. Can you elaborate on a couple of those? Well, there are a lot of miracles. I mean, first of all, just the fact that he won was a miracle. I tell some behind-the-scenes stories, including one with uh, David Lane, who is the head of American Renewal Project that has mobilized about 100,000 pastors over a period of years to get involved in the public square. And uh, in August, he got a call out of the clear blue from a, a billionaire who had been a donor in the past, and 
without going into all the details, the man gave him $5 million to use for the campaign. The same day, David had a meeting with uh, Paul Manafort, who was head of the campaign at that time, and they were talking about trying to mobilize the Christian community in seven key states. Said it would cost $9 million, and they didn't really have the money. And David Lane says, well, I have $5 million. Well, as it turned out, the campaign did not come up with any money, and the billionaire came up with four more million. And David Lane believes, and I believe too, which is why I put in the book, that this was a miracle. The second miracle that happened was how in the world did they get a ground game? You know, everybody said that that, uh, Donald Trump had no ground game. But there was a company that had trained a whole lot of people how to get volunteers to get the vote out, so to speak, and uh, their funding fell through. Well, with his $9 million, they were able to just almost instantly have a network. And of those seven states, Donald Trump ended up winning six of them. The only one he lost was Virginia, and that was a very, very narrow defeat. So the evangelical community backed him more than any other candidate in history. And this is really amazing because, as everyone knows, Donald Trump's lifestyle in many ways has been anything but Christian. Reputation as a playboy, his multiple divorces, his earning a lot of his money in the gambling industry, and, you know, I could go on. And then, of course, you know, we remember about that famous tape and so forth. Uh, We can't condone any of that, but I believe that Donald Trump has changed. I believe that he is trying to follow the Lord as best as he can, and he surrounds himself with some very strong Christians, leaders, who speak into his life, and he loves to have people pray for him. And there was a kind of a famous picture that went viral, taken in the Oval Office with a bunch of leaders who had their hands on his back, and one of the men in the back took a picture with a cell phone. Drudge ended up putting it on. It went all over the world, and people said, how dares the president even submit himself to that kind of prayer? But he seemed to appreciate it. He seemed to enjoy it. That wasn't the only time he's done that. He, he gets prayer on lots of different occasions. And so I think that this shows that there's a, an openness to spiritual things. Of course, we all know that we did not elect a pastor-in-chief. We elected a commander-in-chief, a president. But he does seem to back the Christian view on most of the issues. He has taken up our cause, especially for religious liberty and against abortion, certainly more than George W. Bush did, or his dad, or any of the other politicians in recent memory. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to publishing giant Stephen Strang, his latest must-read, God and Donald Trump. Stephen, I had a gentleman on the program, a radio host, who made the analogy of Jehu and Donald Trump in that it took a Jehu and not an Elijah to take down the Jezebel, Jezebel being likened to Hillary Clinton. Why? Because Jehu was ruthless. He knew how to get the job done. Now, with all the wonderful candidates that were running during 2016, as you alluded to earlier, Ted Cruz, Mike Huckabee, who wrote the foreword to your book, God and Donald Trump. It was likened that they were Elijah's great men, very capable, knowledgeable, politically correct, if you will, but not 
what God wanted, not what our nation needed. Can you speak to that? Well, I agree with you that Trump is a type of Jehu. In fact, that's kind of the theme behind Jonathan Kahn's new book called The Paradigm, which has only been out two weeks and is already a bestseller. But he com- compares uh, Ahab to Bill Clinton, uh, Hillary to Jezebel, and it's, and it's very specific, and of course Trump to Jehu. Uh, in my book, I quote several leaders who said they believed that God was raising him up like Cyrus, you know, who was a pagan king mm-hmm. who delivered God's people. However, he was a pagan king. God did punish him. And there are some who say, no, Donald Trump isn't really like that. The idea, I guess, is that God can raise up somebody that we wouldn't necessarily pick. Jehu is, a, I think, an even better example. Uh, he was the one who defeated uh, Jezebel. He's the one that got rid of the um, uh, Baal worship, uh, which was only in Israel during the reign of Ahab and Jezebel, never before and never after. But the worship of Baal had to do with sex orgies as part of their temple worship. You know, I don't know a whole lot, whole lot of the details, but that was part of it, including homosexuality and also sacrificing babies, which is like the sin of abortion. And so there's a real parallel between, you know, that paradigm in the Old Testament and what's happened in modern days, and I believe that God had a plan. I believe that God always has a plan, but in our public discourse, that's never discussed. I mean, when's the last time, even on Fox News, they talk about what is God's will? I mean, it's even a lot of Christians don't do that. They just kind of vote for whoever they think is, you know, backing their position on certain issues, and right. there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm hoping that my book will cause people to ask the question. Did God have a hand in this? And if so, why? And what is God trying to accomplish? And where is America going? Amen and amen. In our remaining time here today, you interviewed Donald Trump. Were there any surprises? Well, I interviewed him, and the interview is in the book. But the thing that surprised me most was his gentleness and humility. Um, During those minutes, I only had 10 minutes with him. But I absolutely had his attention. I had the privilege of interviewing uh, George W. Bush once with some other journalists. And while I have a lot of respect for him, he you know, basically acted like he'd like to be somewhere else. Donald Trump was not like that. Um, he excused himself to get a bottle of water that they had provided, and he asked me if I wanted some water. There was absolutely no reason for him to offer a bottle of water to you know, a writer like me who was just doing an interview. I told uh, my two staff who went with me, I said, We're, we don't have very much time. Let's not even ask him for pictures. He asked us if we wanted pictures. Now, this is after he gave me very thoughtful uh, replies to all my questions. I tried to ask questions that the secular media would not necessarily do. So, you know, I asked him about his family, about his faith about Israel, about the direction of the country, and so forth, and uh, he really won me over. Now, I had already endorsed him, uh, but, you know, I I see what's on TV, and you get the idea that he's really coarse and arrogant, but others who know him behind the scenes 
say he's really not like that at all. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to award-winning journalist, best-selling author, businessman, and founder of Charisma Magazine and Charisma Media, Stephen E. Strang. His latest must-read, God and Donald Trump, The Making of the 45th President of the United States and the People and Prophets that helped put him there. You can learn more about Stephen Strang and Charisma Media by visiting Charisma Mag or charismamedia.com and get his book, God and Donald Trump, releasing nationwide November 7th, everywhere books are sold, and at godanddonaldtrump.com. You will be blessed you did. Mr. Strang, it has been an absolute honor hearing just a little of your own story and the story of your latest must-read, God and Donald Trump Proof that God really is interested in the affairs of man and does speak today through his prophets and prayer warriors and then acts through his people. Second Chronicles 7.14, and I quote, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then will I forgive their sins and heal their land. God and Donald Trump not only reminds us there is a God, but gives us all an opportunity to side with the biblically-based values that built our great nation and the man he has chosen, President Donald J. Trump, to do just that, to truly make America great again. Stephen E. Strang, we thank you for 40 years of telling truth on platform and in print. God bless you. Well, thank you. It's a privilege. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.